Karibu AMG Realtors. We have specialized in selling of land across the country in areas like Nanyuki, Naivasha, Nakuru, Juja, Kagunda Road, Malindi and the Abadeas. Contact us today for land investment solutions and have your title deed delivered within 60 days upon completion of payment. SMS AMG to 402-99 or call us on plus 254-748-229-941. AMG Realtors, we don't just deal in land, we deal in value. Thank you so much, Jen, for being here today and just shining your light on everyone's podcast ears today. How have you been? (laughs) Absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be able to be here and share a little bit about who I am and how I can help people today. So thank you. Definitely. You're most welcome. In case you guys are wondering who Jen is, she is a cultivated personal networker who has impacted millions of people on social media through personal branding. And I definitely would love to know how that started, especially knowing that it started from Facebook. And that was back in the summits for 2019, 2020, 2021. You're a certified Facebook community manager. There's so much. I don't even want to spill all the beans. I want you to spill the beans for them. So tell us more about Jen and, and what Jen does. Well, Jen Campbell is a personal brand strategist, but I didn't start that way. I live in a little tiny mountain community called McCall, Idaho, and there's less than 3,000 people who live here year round. And yeah, it's really small, it's tiny. Like there's no Walmart here or McDonald's even. Like I live in the middle of nowhere, two hours away from those, a mall even. And I was living here, I'm a mom of triplets. I've got four little boys and I was a stay at home mom and I felt like I'd lost my identity. I felt like everyone had labeled me with all of these different things like, oh, Jen Campbell is a mom, Jen Campbell is a wife, Jen Campbell um, goes to church every Sunday, but they didn't really know who Jen was. So I I started this process before I turned 40 to identify my 40 fears and overcome them. And through that, I was able to establish my personal brand. I built a business and then I transitioned into a different business that was an Xbox gaming store. And through that all because i knew who i was at my core my personal brand i've been able to help other people do that as well and i've done it through facebook and social media because there's no people here it's super small i've impacted millions of people online through my personal brand and social media you know from what you've just mentioned it just shows that the sky is not even the limit like you can literally take off from anywhere you are and impact millions of people just by being authentic Heck yeah, being yourself, and that's the beautiful thing about the internet, and especially social media, it's that social component, because people connect not just with what you do, they connect with who you are. Right. They want that authenticity, they, they long for that sense of belonging and connection, mm-hmm. and Facebook has been a great way for me to be able to do that, and I've been able to impact um, the genealogy industry, video game industry, and just millions of people because I influence influencers. So it's not a lot of people, but it's that um, ripple effect where you hit that one person and then it spreads out all across the world. Wow. That's beautiful. First of all, I commend you for that because that is, that's a huge achievement so far. You have done a lot of great Thank stuff you. for the community. You're welcome. You're Thank you. Welcome. I love it. I love people. I mean, I spent 20 years in customer service, actually more than that, but I still love people. 
And that's a fantastic thing. I, I know I'm doing the right thing when I'm helping with that connection. That's amazing. I would love us to like rewind, let's say 20, 30 years. How did it all start? Like what, what drove this passion home? I was in middle school mm-hmm. and I had gone to a new school and I realized, you know, I, Jen had contacts, I, had, I was rocking a, a gorgeous spiral perm with my bubble bangs, one up, one down. And I was ready to walk through those doors. And I realized I was at a school where no one knew me. And whatever I'd been labeled before as like the overweight girl with glasses who no one really liked, I had the opportunity to redefine my personal brand. I could let people see the authentic me and who I wanted to be. And I wasn't a completely different person, but there was a disconnect between how I saw myself and how others see, saw me. And I was able to have people see the good in me and what I did through my personal brand. And I've done that as I've had different changes in my life, I've rebranded myself. And I, I don't know if you've ever had a different job or there's been like a traumatic life circumstance or a move, but those are the moments when we really can have the opportunity to redefine who we are in our personal brand. And so I've done that with me and I've helped um, several other people be able to do that to make a bigger difference and more money in their business too. Which That's is always beautiful. Great. Of course, you know, when I think about branding, there are so many types of branding. You know, there's disruptive branding, value branding, you know, luxury brand. So how does someone look at themselves as a personal brand and then define what that brand actually is? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, defining who that is, first you start with your core values mm-hmm. and who you are as a person. And if you can think of three to five words to really describe who you are and, and sum that up in a little package, um, like for me, one of them is authentic. You reevaluate how you're putting yourself out there, especially on social media. And as long as that aligns, that's a cohesive brand. Did I answer your question? Yeah. I love the way you said those three to five words, because when people think about it, you know, you're hearing, you know, this is the person that does this, or this is a product expert in in Microsoft or something like that. But when people kind of think about, you know, creating a whole paragraph and and sizing it down to a three word phrase or even a two word phrase, it's so hard because they're like, no, I need this word. I need this word. I need this word. How do you tell them that those words can be exemplified through actions without them having to be written down in text? Ooh, ooh. No one has ever asked me that before, but I, it's that authentic alignment. Hmm. When you know who you are, then you can put that out there more. And one of the things that I did when I was like, okay, well, what are my words? What, how would people describe me? It does that align as a personal brand with how I see myself and how other people see me. Because I don't want to show people like the Instagram filtered version of my life. That's not authentic. You know, and I want you to show people, um, you don't need to show people the hot mess version of who you are, but you give them a warm one. That makes you more relatable to who you are as a person because um, people connect with who you are, not with what you do. They connect with um, what it is that you believe in and, and everything like that because I, I was a Starbucks manager for a number of years and people followed me from store to store as I got promoted. And I'm from the Seattle area where there's more than a Starbucks on every corner. But they went to my store because they liked me as a manager. They liked the environment that I created and they could have gotten their coffee anywhere else. And over half of the people, 150 people at my wedding 
were my Starbucks customers. Wow. So that, and it wasn't about the coffee. I didn't even drink coffee before I worked at Starbucks. I, like I mentioned before, I had an Xbox gaming store. I don't play video games, but I like to have deep and meaningful connections with people. That's something that I value. I like to, um, one of my uh, core mission statements is to teach, uplift, encourage, and inspire others. Mm. And I've been able to do that no matter what it is that I'm doing because I use who I am as a person in my personal brand. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I feel like that's what a lot of people need to look at and just evaluate themselves and just ask themselves, okay, what am I doing with my business? Why am I doing this for my brand? Is this going to help me in five years from now, 10 years from now? We look at all these big brands and we're like, oh, why are they still existing for decades? It's because they can they maintain that core mission, that core yes. value. Yes, exactly. And there's plenty of people out there who do what you do. Mm-hmm. And they might even have the same name. Like my parents, Jen, are you kidding me? It was the most common name the year I was born. Like, three years before and three years afterwards. Tons of Jens. Campbell, Jen Campbell, there are so many out there. There's only one Jen Campbell that's mom of triplets that lives in McCall, Idaho, that's had my unique combination of life experiences. Mm -hmm. And I want to make an impact in the world. I can make the biggest impact by showing other people who I am and telling them my story. That's beautiful. Um, now that you even mentioned this, what came to my mind was what we discussed not too long ago about liar, liar, pants on fire, personal brand values. So let's strip that down a little bit and ask, let, let people understand what that means so that when they think about it, they're like, oh, yeah, Jen said that. <laughs> oh, heck, yeah. You know, you think liar, liar, pants on fire. I don't know about you, but like when there's a kid that used to say something, they're telling a big tale and like, liar, liar, pants on fire. That's what I think when I'm scrolling through some social media feeds. Like, especially, oh my gosh, there's some of those big influencers and they're all next to that fancy car and they've got like their stack of bills in their hand flaunting the money and the like girls or guys behind them and the scantily clad things like, oh yeah, I'm a baller, like living this lifestyle, be like me, sign up for my program, buy whatever it is that I'm selling because I'm living the life, I'm living the dream. No, you're a liar, liar, pants on fire. Because you're not showing the fact that you rented that car. Mm-hmm. You're not showing the fact that you borrowed that money or half of it in that fact stat is fake. My most interacted um, picture I've posted on Facebook, I posted one for Mother's Day of me with my four handsome boys and my husband. And it's like, happy Mother's Day. And right beside it, I posted the picture of what my boys were doing for the 15 minutes before I tried to get that perfect picture. Punching each other in the arm, putting their other brother in a headlock, rolling their eyes, all of the things, because that's what it's like. It's not that perfect Instagram filter picture. It's everything that goes behind it. And authenticity, 93% of customers say that authenticity is the most important thing that it comes to when supporting a business or brand. But they feel that only 54% of companies are authentic in their messaging. They don't trust them. And unless you know, like, and trust a business or a person, you won't buy from them. And why is that? Because people want to connect and belong. They want to feel like they're part of something. They want to know that when they support you and your business, that it's going to a bigger purpose or a cause. Yeah. 
And when they have that, then they're more likely to do it. And yeah, like say you need a widget, you can buy your widget wherever, and you might go buy it from some place that's right down the street that's close, but you're going to be a repeat customer. And you're gonna tell everyone, oh my gosh, you have to go buy widgets from Bob because Bob is an amazing guy and he um, has five kids that he's working to support and he worked himself up from being on the streets to being a small business owner and um, he really cares about his widgets and he's gonna look through the store to find just the perfect widget for you, mm. all right? And that's true with whatever you do, whether you're an artist and you're producing music or visual art, you are an artist because of who you are. It's not your technical skill, it's your story and your personality and your life that comes through. And if you're able to show people that authentically, they're gonna buy your art, they're gonna buy your music, they're gonna buy your widgets. That is so true. And you know, when you mentioned widgets, what came to my mind was like branding, logos, fonts, Mm -hmm. colors, because people pick widgets Mm -hmm. based on those attributes. So if a brand is more than those attributes, what should they be looking out for? Because most times when people are buying a logo or purchasing a logo, they're like, oh, the font has to be like this. I like this color, which is important because color has psychology to it, marketing as well. But there's a true value of why that logo looks like that. And a lot of people can't define that in one sentence. And I don't know why that is is always happening. You're more than a logo. That's what I tell people with their personal brand. You're more than a logo. But when you have those three to five key words that really define who you are, that's what I help my customers with as a personal brand strategist. I look at it and say, okay, this is who you are, Favor. So these are the colors that reflect your personality. This is the kind of design, you know, you want something that's really, um, I mean, your brand colors are fantastic. It's bright yellow. It's vibrant. It's optimistic. It's energetic. I knew that about you. When I Googled you and looked at, okay, whose podcast do I want to go on? I said, I want to be on his. I like who he is as a person. I saw your um, brand identity. You have this fantastic smile and your energy. I liked the promo and everything that you shared. I fell in love with your personal brand and you as a person before I said, hey, I want to connect with them. And, and even more than that, like if you think if you're doing like online dating or something like that, or you've got an app swiping left or right, it's more than the picture. You connect with the energy with the person. Mm-hmm. You don't want to like catfish a person and be like, oh my gosh, this is who I am. And then you don't even recognize them if you see them in a grocery store or on a blind date. <laughs> right? Right. You want to know that you're connecting with the real person. And people feel that in their gut. Uh, that's not necessarily something, but in, we intuitively as human beings can tell if we're being lied to. Unless you've got like a really good con artist. But then eventually, that's why brands get canceled. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen like those huge PR nightmares where someone does something and you're like, oh my gosh, and people freak out because they're like, that is so not, well, you know, someone punched someone recently or slapped them in an award ceremony. <laughs> um, and they're like, I can't believe that happened. And oh, is this real and everything? And it's this big, huge thing. And what's going to happen? You know, PR people are like, this is how you have to fix it online. That disconnect happens though, because how they see themselves versus how other people see them, when it's really wide, and different that's when people get canceled yeah if everything else in their life really reflects then they then people are more forgiving and they say okay this is a one-off i can understand why the person made this error or said this thing on social media or, or had this one thing that they did but our choice um our bad decisions or um our crises or even the really difficult things don't define who our mistakes don't define us 
They don't define who we are, but how we deal with our mistakes and our choices, that does. It gives us the opportunity to reflect, to reevaluate who we are and really adjust our personal brand. That is you know, so you, true. You, yeah, people are forgiving too. Like, I don't know. I'm so glad that um, there's not video ed- evidence of the poor choices I've made in my 20s. As all I have to say like, did it really happen? Like the, the tree that falls in the forest that no one hears? Like, uh-huh. did I really do those things if there's no physical evidence of it? And especially now, everything is documented. Like, you're in a public place and you get really upset and you start yelling at the cashier or whatever it is, or you have like a moment where you're doing something in public or in your car even, or your front yard, and that thing could go viral. And then you're like the lady that yelled or the guy that yelled at someone in the counter, the customer service person. But what people don't see is why you were yelling before then. Mm. They don't see that you're frustrated because your spouse is in the hospital and they're dying. And all you want is to be able to have someone that um, sees you and understands you and you want to be heard. And that one thing is the, the final straw. And, and like I mentioned before, I worked for Starbucks for a number of years as a store manager. And people would come in, they get like so freaked out about their coffee and getting their order right. And sometimes, especially during the holiday season, they would go off on my employees. And I would always remind them, it's not about the coffee. You don't know if they had a fight with their spouse before they came in. You don't know if they're feeling the pressure to be able to afford presents for their kids that they're buying and putting on a credit that they know they can't afford down the line. You don't know if they're having a really difficult time with the family because there's an abusive situation they've avoided for years and they have to sit at the the, the Christmas table and have dinner with that person who is an abuser. But you have the power to make their day a little bit better by giving them a smile to start that day a little bit better to remind them that they can connect with another person and see seen and validated as who they are as a person. Because um, it's not about the coffee, it's not about what we do, it's about who we are as human beings and who we're becoming. That is so true, that is so true. I feel like social media, and it, you just brought a great point when you said that there's no physical evidence, because I can only imagine what our lives would have been like back in high school, elementary school, you know, college years when everybody had a Snapchat and anything can go viral. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it does. There, there. The internet is forever. They say they have like the Wayback Machine where you can go and even see um, oh, MySpace accounts. I didn't have one of those, but people who had MySpace pages, yeah. you can sometimes go back and even see evidence of things that, were, if it was ever on the internet, and that Snapchat pictures don't really disappear, and that people can screenshot something even if you delete it. I personally have only deleted. No, I haven't. I haven't deleted one post off of Facebook that I've posted. Oh. I own my words. I own my whatever. And I said something back in, oh, I don't know, years ago. I've been on Facebook for 13 years now. But I said something, and it blew up my feed. I'm talking like 124 comments, people arguing, people de- unfriending me. They're like, I can't believe Jen Campbell said this. This isn't who I thought she was. Like, I almost got canceled, and I did by some people. Wow. And I waited. And it hit my gut and I was like, oh my gosh, because they didn't understand the why. I said something that offended people, but they didn't understand why I said it Mm. and my reasoning behind it. And I explained and I said, all right, I'm going to only say this once. You can stay here or you can leave. I'm not holding you captive on my Facebook page, but this is why I said it. Here's the consequence of what this thing I disagree with was and 
that's all I have to say. And the people who really knew me and appreciated me that were defending me on the thread or whatever, they're still around. They're still my, my friends. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be there, but owning your words. And the other thing that I really encourage, like don't post when you're all fired up. You don't, I, I try to stay from, away from really controversial topics, except things that I'm super passionate about. Like one of my things is um, about cultural diversity and especially here in the United States, like Black Lives Matter. Like I uh, don't even get me started with getting on my soapbox about how important it is to um, the words and stuff that we use and su supporting um, black owned uh, businesses and entrepreneurs and everything like that. I make a conscious decision as part of my own personal values to support um, businesses that are run with people who don't look like me as a middle-aged white lady in the middle of rural America. Uh, because I value and I know the impact that my dollars, my support, my words can do for other people around me. And because we're global and through social media, you have the power to impact those lives all over the world. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That's amazing. It's beautiful. I feel like there's, there's a chance for everybody to succeed now. Yes, there is. And especially like I... Like I mentioned before, I used to have a brick and mortar store and I was limited to my customers in my less than 3,000 person town. I mean, we get a million visitors here because I have two world-class ski resorts and wow. two lakes and it's, it's a beautiful mountain paradise. You can think like Aspen, Colorado, or you know those Christmas movies mm -hmm. where they've got like the little cabins and it's all snowing and you're like, oh, that's where I live. I live in a snow globe like eight months out of the year. What's my point? My point is that it doesn't matter because you can still connect with people everywhere. And now that I work from home, I've built my life, uh, my work around the life that I want. So that in an hour, I'm gonna go pick up my boys from school. And then I'm gonna drive down to see my other son in his first um, JV baseball game. Wow. That, you know, I have the opportunity that if I actually do it, that I can work out in the morning before I start meeting with clients that I've chosen what I value, which is time with my family. And by working with clients all over the world, from Canada to Africa, you know, wherever it is, I can do it. And and people aren't limited by geography now because of the internet. I, it just blows my mind. But even if you have a brick and mortar store or you're in a physical place where you're selling something that you can't really do online, you can connect with your community. Like I did through Facebook, to build your business. Yeah. You know, I'd have Magic the Gathering card tournaments in my, in my game store and people would drive two hours to my store to play there because they wanted to hang out with, with me and my customers. And I didn't play Magic the Gathering before I started, I took over my business and added that segment. So, but I liked what it did. I liked the community that it created. Wow, that's beautiful. You know, when you mentioned business, what came to my mind was one thing you can definitely let our audience know about how to start a business on Facebook because we hear Facebook and we're like, uh, that's my space today. But Facebook is still big. Facebook is Instagram. Facebook is still, you still have con connections on Facebook that you could, you know, turn into business. But some people don't know how to even start using it as a business. So are there any like top three top tips that you can be able to help them with? Yes. 2.7 billion users around the world that's huge and before you dump your money into facebook ads or anything like that one having a really strong uh, personal profile page uh, and i'm going to be starting a challenge where people can uh, perfect their 
or look at their personal profiles and make a few tweaks to it, like a five-day challenge. Uh, looking at what pictures you're posting, who you're following, things like that. Once you have your uh, personal profile that really clearly reflects who you are, setting up your business profile, uh, looking at what, there's also the tools that Facebook provides like um, stores and everything like that. But okay, three things. One, make sure you're really clear, not just about what you do, but who you are and why people should buy from you. Two, Make sure that your brand image, like your colors, the pictures that you're using to display your products, the story that you're telling about the why you have that business really reflects who you are as a business owner. And third, interact, engage, and post in a way that's authentically you. If you... Um, if you're not the type of person who you know speaks the Queen's English and is really proper about everything that you say when you're just having like a, con a casual conversation, mm -hmm. like I, I always like to say, I'm kind of a big deal, all right? <laughs> so I write that and even though I was an English major, I'm like K-I-N-D-A. You know, I don't always write a full sentence and I'll put a period. I start things with okay or and or or because that's how I talk. So that my ideal audience and the people they're going to be like, oh my gosh, Jen is real, and the, and they know that because I, I the best compliment I've ever gotten um, gotten were uh, I had someone who followed my blog and I met them at a conference, and he's like, oh my gosh, Jen Campbell, you are the same person in real life as you are in your blog when you're writing, or I, as I've seen you on social media. I can't, you're the same Jen, and I'm like, heck yeah, authenticity is important to me. You know, and that's why, like, I, I could have had, like, a stuffy pitch of, like, oh, my gosh, this is why I want to be on your podcast. But I'm like, no, liar, liar, pants on fire. You know, telling your true brand story. I, You know, we interacted back and forth and everything like that. And I don't know. I think that I've shown you who I was before I even had a chance to have a conversation in person with you like this. 100%. And I feel like it, it speaks out outside the text. You know when people say you can misinterpret um, text messages? Oh, and you're oh like, yeah. You like to write K or OK or OK. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, or put it like an emoji and it's like, OK, I have to go to my emoji emoticon dictionary to see, OK, what one does that mean or right. how it's changed or whatever through using a, like a slang term that people don't really know. But this is the other thing. One of my core beliefs is that people are fundamentally good and that people are capable of change. Yeah. And the third one is that there is good in any situation if you look for it. And it's how you frame those things. So I assume that when someone is saying something that most people would assume is offensive, that they don't necessarily mean it or they don't mean it to come across that way, especially online. Until they prove otherwise or have a chance to clarify or whatever it is, then I'm not gonna assume something about them until I really get a chance. And the other thing is that they're capable of change. Mm -hmm. So maybe they've made some poor decisions in the past that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person. I, I tell my kids all the time, like, it's. I, I tell them, make wise choices. Remember who you are. I don't say, oh my gosh, that was so bad, you're naughty. I say, make wise choices. Remember who you are, and, you know. I don't know. Exactly. The words we choose to describe ourselves matter. The words that we choose to describe our situation matters. Yeah. It, it frames our life story and how we look at the world and how others look at us. 100%. I agree with that. That is true. And if there's one thing you can let people know today, after listening to you, if there's one thing they can take home and say, okay, Jen taught me this, what would that be? 
you are enough and you have enough. Mm. Being who you are and your authentic self on social media is the best gift that you could give to other people. Do you. Your voice matters. Definitely. Wow. That was spot on. Thank you so much, Jen. I really appreciate you joining us today and being part of today's show. If there's any way they can reach out to you, because I'm sure they want to connect with you, whatever you're coming up with this year, I am sure they want to tap in. So please let us know where we can be able to contact you directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. I have a gift for everyone. Oh. If you go to jencampbell.com, uh, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L, like the soup, slash freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E. I have a personal brand core values template I'm giving away for free so that you can really define those three to five words and you can say what's important to you just on one easy to fill in the blank like a Mad Lips type document so that you can post it somewhere that you remember it or you can just be thinking about that. And the other thing, on all my social media profiles, I'm Jen Campbell Teaches. So on LinkedIn, I'm Jen Campbell Teaches. I'm Jen Campbell Teaches for my business Facebook page, on Instagram, on the TikTok, which I'm starting to do now, and it makes me super nervous because, <laughs> I don't know. You I'm should not join. 19 or, I'm not 12. I'm not doing a dance challenge, but I still have the opportunity to be able to use social media to grow my business. So I'm, I'm putting myself out there. Or my personal page, it's Hello Jen Campbell. Awesome. Awesome. And definitely we need to talk about Pinterest because that's one of the types area you definitely need to be on too. Oh, thank you. I, I haven't done that yet. Well, no, I did. I did it for my other brand. And I'm not on Twitter for this one either. But there's so many options about social media. Too, right? so it's really going on, on who you need to connect with based on what you do. Definitely. Great point. Definitely. Wow. Thank you so much, Jen. I appreciate your time and definitely looking forward to having you back once again on the We Don't Play podcast show. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. Anytime.